So welcome everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Uh, today we got a great show for you today. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be the best one uh, that oh you've boy. seen from us. And pressure's on. Pressure is on. I like the pressure. So I'm I'm folding already. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, passports. Uh, 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 digital currencies and what that means for freedom, humanity, and uh, everything going forward. So uh, but before we get started, uh, as we do every show now, I'd like to take a moment to uh, focus our intentions and energies on the community that we're trying to build here. Uh, we're trying to build a community of like-minded people who can grow, survive, and thrive together. So let's just focus our attention and energies and uh, into building this community. And, and I think uh, if we do this, if we make a practice of this, if we share and grow, uh, we'll all be in a better place going forward. So thank you for that. And um, anything else before we, anything to add before we get started? Uh, two strikes on YouTube, head over to brand new tube. That's where we're going to be. Uh home basing so to speak and um we're also on all the other alt platforms uh, a lot of our videos that you know we do a daily show monday through friday generally speaking around 9 a.m uh, eastern time and most of those shows get taken off of youtube but you can find the whole inventory on the alt platforms so uh yeah please you know help grow the channel like like share subscribe comment get involved in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your story, your ideas, your suggestions, etc., and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. And telegram group, uh, we're going to get more active in our telegram group. It's a great way to interact, uh, get to know each other a little better and, you know, ask questions, suggest uh, topics for shows, uh, maybe even guests and, and that kind of stuff. So I'd like to uh, put a plug in for that as well. All right, so let's get started. Um, let me share my screen. I got an article for you today. Unfortunately, I have slow internet. My, my uh, hotspot data ran out. Um, it resets on the 4th, so we'll be back for Monday or Tuesday or whenever the next show is. So uh, don't worry about that. All right, so Illinois to partner with Experian which is a credit reporting agency. So they have access to your purchase history, your social security number, uh, you know, essentially everything that you do with a credit card, they have access to any type of debt that you have, anything like that, you know, so they know a lot about you. Uh, so Illinois to partner with Experian for the passport system, data will be available to NSA and DHS. What could possibly go wrong here? So um, Experian uh, suffered a major data breach in 2015 and then lobbied for immunity to share private consumer data with the NSA, DHS, and other law enforcement agencies. So now they are going to be working with state government, the state government in New York, sorry, in Illinois, I'm sure New York's coming soon, um, for a program called V-Verify that asks residents to verify and download a receipt of their V status, noting that more and more companies such as United, Google, Netflix, Morgan Stanley, Saks Fifth Avenue, Ascension, Health, Lyft are instituting V requirements for at least some of their employees. V-Verify will be contracting with consumer credit report company Experian, which will use an identity verification process to gain access to their immunization history. Experian has lobbied to share consumer data with NHS, DHS, and other law enforcement agencies. So what do you make of this? Yeah, it's um, amazing, isn't it? It's we were talking before the show and, you know, you said, uh, well, wow, this has escalated quickly. And, um, you know, in my 
And my response was, you know, it feels like you could have been saying that every day for the last year and a half. <laughs> you know, this, wow, this escalated quickly as the, you know, the laundry list of conspiracy theories um, come true, you know, day after day. And here we are again, this is quite a, a confluence of, of conspiracy theories. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, again, like yesterday, I'd like to point out that getting lost in all these debates around the passport idea is the fact that medical information now just seems to be public and we're all okay with that. That doesn't even seem to be a debate or a discussion at this point, whether it's even okay for anyone's records at all to be told or displayed or showed to anyone, whether anyone even has the right to ask you for that. Um, that doesn't seem to be an issue here. So that's strange and interesting um, that we've sort of skipped that fight and gone right to, you know, right to the fight about whether or not it's okay to require the, you know, the, the, the gene therapy or not. Um, so, so that's one thing. And then, yeah, I mean, the, the confluence of, of, again, conspiracy theories that, that this is headed towards is, is fascinating, right? So your medical records then uh, are held on a chip, right? And for, for maybe, and again, right, they're no longer private. So your employers can access them, would-be employers can access them, the government can access uh, your medical records. You know, I would imagine eventually, right, your sort of your gene uh, pool or your gene, your mapped out, you know, genome or whatever, your gene, uh, the right words not coming to me, but your, you know, your complete gene sort of uh, records would be on there as well. Um, you know, maybe what modifications you've had, what modifications you haven't had. Um, and then that ties into, you know, uh, all of the stuff we've talked about, about sort of your life, including your ability to purchase and your, you know, your currency, your units of currency, et cetera, um, you know, being digital and being also on a chip, right? So we can see how that all fits together onto the same sort of electronic device. And, and then we can get into the really wacky stuff, right? Which they've been showing us in movies forever, where you're sort of selected based off of your kind of genes, right? You sort of have like the government selecting you or some corporation or, you know, one in the same or, or selecting you for a career path or a, you know, or a promotion or whatever, based on what's on your chip, which is, you know, connected into all of it. So here we are. Yeah. That, that has escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, right. So, um, Sorry, I'm just taking a note. Well, well, here, while you while you finish up that note, the other, you know, the other the other point here, too, that comes to mind is is just how we always find out later that it was just another finger of the same hand with some corporate uh, entity that then reveals itself as really being just a cabal entity, essentially, you know, similar to the CIA or working under the CIA or something like that. As now we get these, you know, the credit reporting agencies, like we, you know, Facebook's no longer hiding it anymore, right? Like what they are and, and how that data mining and mind control and so on operation has gone. Um, and now we see, you know, Experian. And I saw on that, list are on that article that you had there. I think I saw Netflix and some other companies named for something, but you know, we, we always see later, Oh, what these companies were put in place for what their role is. And then eventually, right. We get to the point where they just merge everything, right. Where it's just one entity, whether that's government, corporate, etc. It's one, you know, one entity. And then, then the fun really begins guys. So get excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So a couple of things I want to talk about, uh, and it goes back to sort of the, the escalation uh, quickly, you know, from uh, what Ron Burgundy in, uh, in uh, what's that movie? Um, the Anchorman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a funny movie. It's like <laughs> they, they, they go to uh, these rival news shows and they're, you know, getting in each other's faces and then by within a couple minutes they're swinging samurai swords and, and and all kinds of medieval weapons and then later it's like wow that escalated <laughs> um so yeah i mean that it feels like yeah it's like wow we went from you know we're we're in a we're in a space where uh 
a, a non-existent virus is causing causing all this stuff. And it's like, well, it's really not the, the virus. It's just they concocted a smoke screen in order to do all of this stuff. And all of this stuff is stuff that we've been, you know, we, we knew that they were there were V passports coming back in what it was it, 2010, 2011. Like we knew that that was like their the goal that they were working towards. And yep. all the people that um, all the people that we would talk to about this, you know, obviously thought we were crazy because, you know, th there's no way that they could do this. Like, what are you talking about? That's so that's so absurd. But these people are masters at moving the Overton window. So within a very short period of time, it goes from, you know, even back in the beginning of 2020, right? In the beginning of 2020, you say, you know, I'm telling you, man, there's going to be beat passports coming and you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. Now it's like, it's, 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 it's like, of course we need them. You know, th these are, this is like the, the normie sort of mindset. Of course we need them. How are you going to tell who, who's been beat and who hasn't been beat? And so you, they are just masters at moving the Overton window to, to sort of, bring in uh bring in what they want into what's in the acceptable range of things that people believe and so you know uh so i guess kudos to them you know uh, recognize when when they are good at something you know they are good at manipulating and persuading and moving the overton window to get people to go along with what they're doing i mean they're masters at it. and so you know we have to recognize the uh uh, deceit and the persuading persuasion ability that these people have. So that's number one. Um, although <laughs> incredibly evil. Um, the, the next thing I want to uh, talk about is how, you know, through the mRNA technology where they're, they're literally, and this is sort of even their words and I'm sort of paraphrasing, but they're, it's the, it's the, um, operating system you know if you look on their website they call the mrna technology an operating system where you can load apps into it and it, it's 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 like it's like modifying your dna and if you go to you know so let's 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 park that over there for a second you know so they've developed a technology that can modify your dna in the farming industry and that kind of stuff and that kind of stuff like you have companies like like monsanto being able to sue farmers for using their seeds and the way that they tell them the, the way that they know this is because they their their seeds are patented to monsanto seeds like and you can't use them without proper purchasing them and so they own that seed yeah and they, the genetic the property, genetic code yeah, based on a genetic code. And if it goes onto their property, they can sue the farmer for using their, their technology, their, their seed. And so what are the, what's the legal framework and what's the legal ramifications for you, you know, not you or me, but someone who's been injected with something that has modified their DNA? What are the legal ramifications from you know, a patented DNA, a pat, you know, like, can't, do they have legal claim over your body now because you're using their patents and you've become, you know, their patents, you know, and now we have a credit reporting agency involved. And, and I mean, you know, this is, this is escalating quickly, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's interesting that that last piece you've just brought up, it, it's interesting how that fits into the sell your sell your soul idea because yeah. it's like like on that level right because again you see what is um what's true on one level you you always see on every level and um so if if the if the jab was a choice point for humanity of a, like definitively are you selling your soul sort of and going into that world or not and then the re and then physically the result of that is that literally the powers that be now have a patent over your vessel your body um, that would be an interesting sort of physical 3D 
uh, demonstration of the selling of your soul on the spiritual level. Um, you know, your, your, the body is now literally owned on the physical, on the physical level. Um, yeah, the, you know, the other, the other thing when you were talking that came to mind is the incredible effectiveness, um, of the brain, the manipulation and the brainwashing, because, um, you know, I actually did that, right? Like I told my loved ones in early 2020 that, Hey guys, the next things coming here are a global, you know, uh, shot as well as a, a V pass for, you know, global V pass. So yeah, I told them that in early 2020 and that then obviously happened and not a single person had a second thought about it as a result of me having, you know, gotten that far ahead out that far ahead out in front of it. Um, you know, no, that didn't make anybody think twice about what was happening. Um, I even had a conversation recently with a family member where I was, I was saying the things that are going to come in the future and they were already willing on the spot to explain away why those possibilities might take place and still not be a conspiracy. And, yeah. and, and I didn't even, you know, I didn't even want to point out the fact to say, sure, we can say that about one or two, but if, if, um, if I already know always in advance and I can, you know, what's there, then wouldn't that, you know, I didn't even want to keep going because there seems to be a level of decision here that I think was made for most people a while back that's solid enough that there's just no more space there. Um, you know, that at this point you believe what you believe. It's, it's interesting, especially if you've, if you've make, if you've made that choice and you've taken it, there doesn't seem to be a, um, you know, that, that, that sort of decision point seems to have really marked the end of an era. Um, in my opinion, the other thing that came to mind while you were talking is the, you know, the, we've all seen those a million movies, right. Where you sort of, you know, it's futuristic and you walk, you want, you need to walk into a building and you know, you, they scan your eye and, you know, they get all the data they need based off of that scan. And then you're allowed in and everything's digital and everything's, you know, sort of in that world, in that system. And while you were talking and, and in the context of, you know, that escalated quickly. And in the context of how much progress in a certain level, the cabal has made over the last year and a half. Um, it's very easy to imagine a world. And when I say a world, I sort of, I mean, more so, uh, more so an optional reality. It's very easy to see an optional reality where that sort of sci-fi world that we've been shown in the movies for so long, you know, is here. I mean, what would it take them another, you know, in a year, two years? I mean, if they have, if the next orchestrated event is as good as the last one, which we're in right now, right. To get, to get the next step implemented, it'll move very quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, let's take a second to say hi to people in the chat. Hi, Terry. Hi, Peter. Hi, E. Rezu. Um, so yeah, the next get owned. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, uh, I shouldn't have said weed. I shouldn't have said that word. Um, that's all right. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, you get owned and, um, you know, it's like the, the people, the people go from not being able to, to see what you're talking about and, uh, pretty much, you know, oblivious to the agenda, to being able to explain it away of either, you know, why it's not a conspiracy or even why it's necessary, you know, because I, I think a lot of people are, you know, if you asked your, you know, double masked, scared person who's, uh, who's gotten both jabs and is eagerly waiting their booster, I bet you they would say that these measures are uh, necessary not only, you know, um, not only like crazy, but actually necessary because, you know, they, they have, they live in so much fear that, um, you know, they, they want the government, they want someone to take care of them and to make sure that they're going to be safe, you know? Um, and so, 
I think I think you have that going on. Um, and yeah, you know, it's a it's it's coming to this complete totalitarian totalitarian control over people's lives, and I don't even think that people can imagine how much how much more control is going to come. Like, you know, if you're in a if you're in a major city, like what are you going to have to do to walk in into a, you know, skyscraper, you know, an office building or something like that? What are you going to have to do to go to a sporting event, a concert, a, you know, a restaurant even, you know, in certain places in, you know, San Francisco and New York and other places like that, like you're going to have to show your papers. And they, these, at best, these, yeah, these, these people went pretty quickly from Poncha Nazi to show me your papers uh, very quickly. And, you know, it's, it's that, um, it's fear, it's the persuasion and manipulation and uh, that shifting of the Overton window that these people are masters at. You know, they, they, they generate a crisis, um, have a solution already planned and ready to enact it. And, and then they get the people to defend and actually, uh, actually work towards getting their plans enacted. And so, you know, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, and I mean, and if you need any proof of that, you know, look no further than how quickly they're working towards the already stated end goals that they've been showing us in movies and literature and all those things forever, right? So just take George Orwell's work, Aldous Huxley's work, any sci-fi movie that you've seen, and they show you always the future that they have in mind for uh, for for the earth, for earth and so um, you don't do that all at once right you do that over the course of time and so as we've been living we've seen this sort of snail pace maneuvering you know to get ever, to get all of those agendas accomplished well we've seen a massive acceleration of that over the last year and a half and so again right if you're if you're trying to go to um, a total 100 percent digital control of every human on earth, then you're not going to just go from zero to a hundred of like, right now we have driver's licenses, which, which IDs, right. Which was a step along the way, but you're not going to go right from a, a physical driver's license immediately to a chip in the brain, right. Or a chip in the wrist or whatever, you know, you're going to, you're going to start with, Hey, now in order to travel or in order, whatever, in order to do this and do that and this, we need, we need this worldwide certificate, which, okay, well now the certificate's digital. Okay. Well now, you know, blah, 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 blah. Again, you know, going to your, your stated end goal through, through again, through all the literature and the movies and everything they've been showing us. And so we're seeing those baby steps happening, but they're happening so quickly now that, um, you know, yeah, you can see that world, you know, people opt and that's the thing, right? It's an opt in, opt out. That's what's so cool about it. So you, we could see the people who have opted into that world um, experiencing it here in pretty short order, um, meaning, in my opinion, just sort of where we're at in the timeline and the progression cycle of this sort of ascension process, um, you know, uh, that I think we're in. And, uh, you know, it's cool and I, it's 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 cool to be able to watch it, I guess, a little bit without really thinking it's going to affect me all that much, even though it seems sure to play out in, in some way or another. Yeah. And, and we go from, um, we go from our perspective to where it's like they keep squeezing and keep squeezing until they're basically, you know, when are you going to give? when are you going to give it and, and, and submit and they keep taking, taking freedoms away and making it just more and more difficult um, to, to one group of people. To the other group of people, it's like, oh, sweet, they're, they're making it safer for me. They're making it easier for me to pay for things. They're making my life more convenient. And, um, and that's, that's what it is. It's like they, they trick these people with a, a life of convenience. And it, it's where, it's, where it's, it's almost like feeding an animal. You know, you, you, you put your grain in front of your cow and, and, you know, and then they just walk into the things that, 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 uh, I can't, I don't know what they're called, but you, when you're milking a cow, you, you, you put grain in front of them, they go in with their heads, they shut the, the, the metal 
around their neck and, and then they, they milk them. And that's what they're doing to these people. They're basically, you know, Hey, come here, come, come here, eat this, eat this grain, eat, you know, take this jab, you know, take, get this pass so that we can put this thing around your neck and then milk you. And that, that it's, it's exactly what they're doing. It's a, I, I think it's a perfect metaphor for, um, for what's happening. And to people like us who would rather have freedom and, <laughs> Uh, bodily <laughs> autonomy. Um, it seems breathe, like breathe, they're, breathe they're just air squeezing and, and squeezing and squeezing. And, and so let's take a look at some of the uh, tactics and strategies that they're going to use. I don't know if this is a tactic or a strategy or just one of the ways that they're going to do it. So this is, and again, you know, we've been talking about this for a decade. But um, here's the Bank of International Settlement. So if you're not familiar with that, we have uh, countries around the world have central banks. You know? So central banks uh, print the money for the, for the country or create the currency for the country. That's a better way of saying it. And it's usually a debt-based uh, fiat currency, which debt-based means you have to loan the money, lend the money into existence. And so if money comes into existence, that means it's uh, loaned to someone that has to pay it back through interest. So whether it's a loan to your bank for a car or a house or something like that, or a credit card, that money is being created and then you have to pay it back by interest. So there's never enough uh, currency in circulation to pay back the debt. And so that's why it, it, it's like a Ponzi scheme that, that has to keep expanding. And so, so that's the nature of currency and you need it to survive and buy things in this world. And we've been saying that the goal for these people has, to, has been to uh, fully digitize currency so that you're only able to transact if you have the digital currency. And um, they're going to tie it to medical records, to you know, compliance with medical mandates, and here we go, here's how they're gonna do it. So the BIS is sort of above the central banks in each country, you have the, the um, central banks, and above that is the uh, Bank of International Settlements and the World Bank. Um, and so, you know, they're, talk they, they're talking, this, uh, this came out in January, 2020, right before the whole nonsense started of how they're going to roll out uh, digital currencies. And, and so this has been their plan. And so how do they do that? Well, they, they use the, the Corona as a smokescreen to enact all these things. So you get the um, V passports that's going to be tied to your digital currency, which is tied to your ability to transact into the economy. And so, you know, it's just a way to just make it more and more difficult to live outside of their system. And so if it's more difficult, if you haven't set yourself up for success in the alternative system, then you're either gonna have to comply or figure it out. And the longer people wait to you know, get started on building their life outside of the system, the more difficult it is, it's gonna be for you to figure it out. And so, you know, this is something that we've been talking about for a decade, but, um, you know, you would, you mentioned this to someone in, let's say December, 2019, and they'll think you're nuts. They won't, they won't think, you know, they'll think you're nuts. And now they're going to be, if you talk, if you t told them about it and, and showed them the white papers and all that stuff, they would probably figure out a way to justify it and say that it's necessary. Hey, yeah. I mean, Asher, you're pretty good at this. You think you, I think you understand this stuff. You got a good, good a, a good grasp on it. You, you get a gold star. You, gold star. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter was getting gold stars at school. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly right. I, I was listening to a, um, a channeled work, uh, yesterday and then I, I didn't get to finish it. I ended up just release. It was short. I just re-listened to it today. Um, magenta pixie, by Magenta Pixie, and they were talking about um, they were talking about the split and like how it'll take place. And they were 
and they were saying that basically you're going to experience the reality you're in type of thing. It was kind of cool the way they were describing it. So basically for folks who have, and, and they are saying that the, 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 the therapeutic, the medicinal therapeutic option being circulated on the planet right now is uh is the opt-in to the next cycle right like the next 26,000 year cycle or whatever that that's the opt-in uh to sort of staying you know going into that system that unfortunately you know we're we're talking about today um and what what um you know what they were describing was if you're opting into that old uh, system, you're going to sort of stay in that experience and you will experience life as such. If you're opting into the new system and you're sort of going into that 5D earth idea, um, you will, you will actually see the people who, um, like all of humanity will, will rise with you, even though in their reality for the people who opted in, in that, and this gets into like, I think this gets into sort of simultaneous lifetimes and all kind of craziness that may or may not be going on. But, um, but then, then if you're staying in the old, you're, you're having that experience. So that's what it looks like to you has happened on earth. You know, that's sort of like the, the control grid, you know, all the stuff that we think is, is, is here and coming, you know, that'll be, that'll be your experience, even though, even though for others who are experiencing something else, they'll experience, you know, that in their reality as like everyone having done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. And it, it you know, it, it has to do with your mindset as well. So, um, you know, yeah, you can opt into that system with your V, but you can also, uh, experience a, you know, sort of heaven on earth. If you have that mindset, you know, you, you know, may, maybe, maybe, you know, quote, going to heaven when you die is your state of mind that you have when you die. And so if you've lived a, a great life and you're surrounded by family and loved ones and, and you've done your good work and you've lived your purpose and, and, and then, you know, like th that's just your state of mind. And, and why would that, if you are this, if you are a spiritual being that's uh, living inside of a, a human body, why would you not um, stay in that sort of uh, place, mindset, state of being uh, when you die? Um, it's just because it's just your body dying, not your, not you. Um, and so I think that that's what we're, where we're trying to get to um, with our lives. We try to get to that, that state where it's like, well, I, I live in heaven already. So, you know, um, that's my experience. And, and it's really e easy to imagine a heaven on earth absent the control mechanisms. Like it's really easy to imagine. Um, I was out with um, a friend who um, has moved down here to help me with this sort of life goal type project that I have going on. And we we're out on this land, you know, planning this community and planning this stuff we're doing out there. And, you know, he's like, He's like, because the way I look at it, he said, said to me is, you know, I look at it as like we're creating, you know, we're creating Eden. And I was like, yes, exactly. We're creating the garden. You know, we're creating it's like that idea of bringing the garden back um, that everybody wants. And so if we're if we're going through a transition here where the control, the would be controllers are going away, which I believe is what we're witnessing, um, where humanity is. Uh, is ascending to the point where, to the point vibrationally, vibrationally, or you could just say um, evolutionarily, to the point where they can't be manipulated and controlled through fear and other tactics in the same way. And all of a sudden, we're going to kind of be looking around and realizing that everybody we're looking at and interacting with is actually kind of a higher level being and doesn't have all the fear and anger. And, you know, it isn't looking to rob you and kind of isn't in those sorts of um, uh, states, what, you know, what, what, do, what does the world look like then? Like, what are we, you know, what, what gets created out of that? And I think, you know, again, I think it's pretty beautiful. And I think that's, you know, that's where we're headed here, like really quickly. Um, like it's, 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 it's happening now. And, and, and the rate at which the cabal implements 
their stuff is definitely commiserate with the rate at which the other things on the good side are also happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I just, I, I don't want to brag, but like, you know, take a look at my life and the people I surround myself with. It's, you know, it's my family and, and my coworkers and, and, you know, we're all on the same page. We all get it. And we're all working towards a better life and a better uh, world and, and, you know, doing it together, doing it in, you know, in great spirits and we're having a great time. And, and, you know, we have a totally different experience from someone who's, you know, double masking and, and double jabbed and waiting to get their booster. You know, like our experience of the world is, is just so different. And I think that, um, you know, it's especially now, and I'll, I'll say it again, because I know that, that, you know, literally in the next few days, there's people who have to make really tough decisions about the direction of their life because they're they're facing you know they're facing termination from their jobs because they don't want to go along with the medical mandates and i want to let you know speak to them again and you know not because they know to they know they shouldn't get it but because you know for everyone out there facing this tough decision like there is a better world being created and you don't have to take part in in this nonsense um you know, and, and so I want to, I just want to keep saying that because now is, now is really the time that they have to make that decision. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage everyone who is facing that to, uh, see that there is a better way forward. Yeah. And where I live, people are buying, buying like the, the, the cards that said they got jabbed <laughs> if they don't want to take it. It's yeah. pretty funny. I haven't done that yet. I don't, I don't know if I will. I'm kind of morally on the fence about it because part of me just doesn't want to play in that world at all. Yeah. Um, and then part of me says, yeah, you might as well be able, you know, you might as well just get it, be able to interact and all that kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know. See we what have happens. a question from Brian Dixon. Given Ecuador's acceptance of shamanism, is there an understanding that V passports may not be a requirement? Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's an interesting subject. It's it's totally up in the air. So Ecuador had announced twice. This is going back a ways that they're not they wouldn't do it. Then they tried to do it. They were defeated legally. So they their first attempt uh, in, in, in actually this canton in the canton of Loja to to implement a, a vax pass uh, was was defeated. They were they was ruled unconstitutional and that they were not allowed to. Um, where that'll go, we'll see. So, uh, I don't know. And I don't know how the people would react. Um, most of the country is, has accepted the optional medical treatment going around. Uh, and, you know, but again, there's certainly some strong opposition as well. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, Rezu asks how to give an answer to the question. Why do you not get the V? And I would say, well, it depends on who's asking. Um, it's if it's a family member or someone who, um, if it's a family member or someone like that who hasn't yet got it, I would give them all the health reasons and uh, you know all the legal reasons as well. If it's a government official or some sort of, um, you know some sort of employer or someone like that, I would say, well, that's none of your, you know, my, my medical history is none of your business. Um, and. And there, and there are legal ways to do that as well. So it's yeah. right. It's, it's not as, you know, you can certainly say that absolutely, but there's also legal maneuvers you can take as well uh, to demonstrate to them <laughs> that your, your medical record, you know, your history is none of their business. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, yeah, there's there's lots of ways to answer that question, and you kind of want to answer that answer a question with a question. You know, um, you know, why do you think I should, or something like that. Um, let's see, what else do we got? Colette, yeah, says, I can't. Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, go right ahead. I was saying, Colette says, I have a friend that was crying today because she was going to get fired from the University of Michigan. They won't accept her medical exemption. The establishment is pushing many out towards Newark. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, and as we were talking about yesterday, we'd say, you know, thanks for the push. Thanks for the point of decision that we all had to make. And, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, who knows how long we would have gone living in the existing system. That's, you know, not life supporting for a lot of things, you know, it's not great for the planet where we're polluting, we're uh, subject to EMF radiation poisoning, we're, you know, putting, uh, Roundup and other chemicals in our food and genetically modified uh, crops and food. And, and you know, it's it, that direction was not good. I mean, and, and then look at the look at the um, just the 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 mindset and uh, behavior of society, you know, like who, who are the sort of least happy, the least, um, you know, sort of well in their mind people you know i would argue they're you know celebrities and and you know the hollywood people like you you can see how they you know they're basically degenerates you know sexual deviants they're they're constant you know a lot of them are on drugs they're you know getting arrested and and it's just like this this depraved society and it, a lot of it comes from fame from the way that they they get their fame that they get their fame from you know being in the spotlight and not necessarily for creating something good like if you build a business that helps a lot of people and and you happen to make a lot of money from that like that's that's one thing but if you're you know if you get your fame and fortune because you you know you're really attractive and and a lot of people like you and and you know that's that's a totally different way to gain fame and fortune. And, um, and that mentality and lifestyle has permeated to, to, you know, the youth and, and just about everyone else where we're, we're not we, but like so much of society is so addicted to social media and likes and who can get the most attention and, and, and what gets the most attention? Well, sex gets a lot of attention. And, and so it's like, we've created this culture where we're, we're, competing for likes based on you know based on totally degenerated things and so it's like that's where we were going um and so i don't think i don't think that it's a bad thing that this is false great you just destroyed my self-worth that's how <laughs> that's where all my fame comes from my, right well <laughs> my, my incredible good looks and my sexy pictures on instagram right i uh i I don't know if you've seen those, Asher. I'll send I'll send you some so you can so you can take <laughs> take a look. <laughs> but you, you, you got to give me a like though. I want right. a like. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll comment on that too. Maybe I'll even share it so you can get more attention for the algorithm. Thank you, right. thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I am I am potentially thinking about killing myself once the internet goes away because <laughs> since I don't know where my self worth will come from once. Uh, once Instagram is gone and I, I can't, you know, I can't flex, uh, anymore on Instagram for all my fame. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're exactly right. I mean, you, you know, it, it could have been me talking everything you just said, um, you know, and, and going back again to yesterday's topic and reoccurring theme is, is, you know, I'm so grateful for this. It's such a blessing that the, the matrix, the evil inverted, uh, demonic matrix world is dissolving and going away. Um, as you pointed out, it was, you know, just it's, it's antith antithetical, uh, to life. You know, it is, it is destructive and not something that I want anything to do with. Um, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, undo as undo the programming as much as I possibly can and get back to my true essence, pure self, you know, get back to the heart, get back to that sort of, uh, I think, you know, I think we're, we're light beings. I think we're born that way. We come in that way. I think we are, you know, we are really beautiful, pure uh, beings of light. And then we get super twisted around in this inverted matrix. And, be, and, and when you couple that with free will, we screw things up, right? And we get all, and, and we sort of have this out here, you know, like we've been given this out, this sort of like door has opened, like, hey, you can walk this way and get out of there if you want. And so, yeah, absolute gratitude for that gratitude that is happening now that it's 
you know, we're in it. It's not like 10 years out or a hundred years out or a hundred more lifetimes out or whatever, you know, it's, it's right. It's, it's, we're in it. And, uh, and, um, you know, yeah, like, you know, goodbye matrix world. And I, you know, I still have a twinge of sadness around, you know, the choices people are making, but outside of that, it's really kind of enjoy the ride time, I think in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and it's not like we want, it's not like we want, we're rooting for the hardship that's going to come from the collapse of the system. And, you know, I also recognize my, my ties to the system, you know, like I still go to the grocery store and the gas station and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not off grid and all that stuff. So it's like, I still have work to do to fully extricate myself. And I don't even know if I'll be able to fully extricate myself, but, um, but, you know, I, I, I understand where things are going. Um, Brian Dixon says, you guys crack me up. Thanks for the levity in these heavy times. And to that, I will say you're welcome. And, and thank you for saying that. Um, and I think that, that that's kind of part of what we're here to do is to, is to, is to bring levity to this situation, to bring a, a mindset uh, that I think is, is healthy in, this, in these times. Also, I think mockery of the controllers and the powers that be and the evil people that is uh, that are perpetrating these things is the way to go rather than, um, you know, pointing out all the scientific facts and this and that like that doesn't get you anywhere like science, scientific facts does not persuade any anything. And if you if you want to, if you want to like uh, check on that, like look at look at how CNN is persuading people. So CNN says, you know, oh, you know, the, the science is, you know, you've got to look at the science. And of course, they're just saying what these approved scientists are saying. But like, look at the science, look at the data, all this and that. But the way that they're persuading people is every day they're showing a new anecdotal story of some fat conservative who, who died of COVID, who said he, he wished he got the B. That's that's anecdotal evidence, which doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, because if there's 100 million people not getting the V, then of course there's going to be one person who gets sick and dies from something that's sort of related to the non-existent COVID, and, and he regrets. You know, he, he, that, so that could be true, just because of the law of large numbers. If there's 100 million people not doing that, one of them, you could find one a day who has a tough time, wishes he got veed, and then, uh, you know, speaks out about it. So it could be true. So that's how they're persuading people at the same time, which is anti-scientific. You know, there's no data, there's no facts, there's no statistics there. It's just uh, anecdotal evidence at the same time that they're saying, oh, we need to trust the science. We need to use science to, to do all of this. And it's just like, it's, they're, you know, speaking out of both sides of their mouth. And so that's kind of how you know that, um, you know, it, it, the way to go about this is levity, is mockery, is not, you know, scientific facts and all that stuff. So like what you get from us it, are two people who have gone through the process of waking up. We are not going to be the most sort of accurate in our facts. You know, if you want like accurate facts on like, you know, the Rockefellers, they funded this organization and that organization and this and that, you know, go, that's James Corbett and people like that. Like we, we are going to give you uh, a positive attitude, uh, levity, um, a mindset to help people get through this. We're going to take time away from, you know, going through, you know, do you really need to know who was behind 9-11? Like, was it the Silverstein who had $4 billion insurance policy on the buildings that he owned? Was it these guys over here? Was it Bush? Was it Cheney? With, you know, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like who was behind 9-11 has no impact on how the carrots are growing in my garden. You know, so that's what we're here to do. We're here to bring levity, to bring them, to show the mindset, to show how you can work through these situations and have a great life while still knowing what's going on. Yeah, very good. Very good points. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I have anything really much more to add. Um, I think, 
you know, if I could say anything, it would just be talking a little bit of just about, again, how, you know, how things are created. Right. So, so um, if, if you have fear about the things that are taking place, um, you are then in a vibration fear that can match up to the things that you're now that you are afraid of. Right. So talk about a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. So um, so if I'm sitting around terrified about the events that are taking place on Earth, um, I am increasing my chances of experiencing those same events by by an enormous amount. Um, so I'm not in that. I'm not in that vibration. Right. Because um, number one. It's interesting. I don't even know. Actually, I was thinking like, what, like, why am I not in that vibration? I mean, I think just because the scare tactics don't work on me anymore. Sure. But like what beyond that, you know, why, why am I so confident that, that, you know, that I won't experience that or that won't affect me. That's actually an interesting question. I'm having a tough time answering on the spot right here, right now. But, but the point is, the point is, is that, you know, I'm not in that vibration. I have no fear of, of those people and of that agenda and that timeline and what's going on there. And so that's not what I'm creating in my life, you know? And so there, there are, there are like very valid reasons to stay out of that paradigm of, you know, looking at the would-be controllers, looking at what they're doing, being afraid, worrying about it, you know, making plans, reactive plans based off of, Hey, they're doing this, they're doing that. Um, you know, that movie, that movie's always going to be there or, or at, le you know, at least for now it's there. Um, and it always has been there. And so, you know, you can always latch into that movie. It's much better, you know, much better to latch into the movie that breeds levity, you know, that breeds, um, that sort of, you know, better vibe that you're looking for. And, you know, that movie is much more focused on the future you're trying to create the life you're creating, who you are, you know, your, your, your humanness, you're the people around you, you know, et cetera. Yeah, you got to know yourself, know the life you want to live uh, in the context of, you know, what's possible given the current situation. So like, you know, is it possible to live in a big city right now and experience the, uh, you know, excitement and, uh, you know, benefits and, and uh, you know, whatever else is is involved in living in a big city? You know, no, like if, if that's, that's what you wanted that world is just going away so you just have to find different things to to you know make a make a fulfilling life for you you know it's it's almost like when you when you become a parent you know like me and my wife we used to like to you know go out and have fun we used to live in a in a big city um, right outside of Boston. So, you know, Boston's a great place or it was a great place if you were, you know, sort of young professional. There's lots of stuff to do. There's lots of different restaurants to go to. There's lots of different people to, to meet. And, and it's, you know, it's a fun time. And then we have kids and, and you know, those, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to go out as much. You don't get to do a lot of things and you just have to find different things to make, you know, make your life fulfilling. And so, you know, and then it becomes more about family and more about, you know, spending time together and, and meals together. And, and, and it's just a different thing that you have to uh, make into what brings enjoyment into your life. And um, it's the same thing now where you just have to, it's, it's a big shift that's going on. And, the more and, and quicker that you can embrace that shift and embrace the new lifestyle that you uh, that you might have to lead, uh, you know, the, the better that's going to be for you. I mean, it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of the, it's just kind of breaks down to the matrix world versus the natural world, right? Mm -hmm. It's like all of that stuff that sort of fulfills the ego and makes you feel good. Like, you know, my Instagram stories, um, you know, and then, you know, that, that's, that, that's the matrix world. Like that's literally, that's literally, that's literally just, um, you know, getting, getting some sort of energy, some sort of like shot in the arm for like, <laughs> well, that's, I don't think we can use that. I don't think you can use that anymore. <laughs> so getting a boost, I'll say that, you know, getting a boost just from, you know, this, this ego trip, right? Like, the, Oh, this guy thinks, you know, my, whatever. So, 
um, that's, you know, that's the matrix world. The natural world is, is, is what you're talking about, right? It's, it's your garden, it's your kids, it's your wife, it's the meals together, it's the times together. It's the, you know, it's, it's even your business. I don't mean you specifically, which it is, but I just mean in general, it can, it can be someone's business. Uh, of course, the business still has some aspects that have to have to operate in the matrix world. That's unfortunate. That will change you. Um, but, you know, it, it, it can be your business. It's, it's your life. Right. And so really it comes down to that choice versus, you know, the natural world, nature, sun, earth, water, plants, growing things, you, your family, you know, the people around you, your mission, what you're up to, your activities. Versus the matrix world, which is, you know, it's in the electronics, it's in the, the, the jobs and many of the jobs are fully, you know, just matrix world jobs is wasting, wasting your time, not allowing you to fulfill your destiny, you know, taking your energy and your life force from you while you shuffle papers or whatever crap that we've all done. You know, I spent 10 years doing, doing that. Um, so, you know, yeah, that's kind of the kind of the choice I think at this point really is, is sort of that. And, and it's kind of an addiction, right? It's, it is breaking addictions and habits, right? Cause it's like this, the phone or the TV or the, all the conveniences, a lot of those things are very addictive and um, you know, can be a challenge mentally to just sort of try, you know, let, let go of at least piece by piece or over time. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with, the, with debt too. Like, you know, you want to be careful with that especially now because you know you 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 buy let's say you buy a big house you go uh really far into debt and now your employer is making you you know do something you don't want to do and you you feel kind of stuck and you know and so if you can get out of that mindset that this big house and nice car and and you know uh boat and all that stuff if if you can get out of that mindset that those are the things that creates happiness in your life then you're going to have an easier time saying no um because you know i think and we've said this many times before but if you think this is the the last of it you know just go look at yesterday's show where we showed how israel is making it so that your v passport expires after six months after you boost it so they've gotten it to a, to a situation where every six months they're going to need an additional booster. And so it's like, we, we know that this isn't going away. Um, they've already told us that COVID in general is not going away because, you know, in six months you're going to need a booster. So like, it's not going away. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure most of the people, if not all of the people watching this are, are have already gotten that, but to the people who, are making a tough to tr choice right now. It's like, this is not one round and done. This is a constant never ending thing until, until I don't know when, you know, I, I can't predict when this is all going to fall and they, you know, just give up on this, but um, you know, this is not the, the end of it. And um, you know, so make sure that you're knowing that you're making a choice for the rest of time or for the rest of your time, if you go down that path. And all you do, need to do is make that choice once to say no, stand up and figure out a different life if you have to. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, mean, I got to run and do a couple of things, but I'll just close by saying, it's sort of the image that came to mind is like quicksand. You know, it's like they say, the more you struggle, the more it, it wraps around you and grabs you. You know, it's, it's kind of like that imagery where, the more that you involve yourself in that world of like saying yes, a little bit, a little bit is you just doing this in the quicksand, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it, it's going to go until you opt out. You got to opt out. It's an opt in, opt out. You got to opt out. Um, so I've opted out and because I've opted out and I've gone through maybe the stages of grief, perhaps that we've talked about in an early, early on an episode, just, maybe the first week or two after we started. Um, but whatever, the, whatever it is, whatever process I've gone through, um, I've opted out, gone through whatever process I've gone through and, and I'm totally accepting of whatever the, uh, whatever aspects of the agenda play out. I'm like, good. I'm good with like, I like, yeah. like what, whatever they take, they take, you know, I, I mean, and I mean, like, I, I, I've even, even like if it, even we're talking, if they take my land and they, you know, they come after me with the with the goon squad, you know, to hold me down and jab me like 
all right, like that, then that'll be, you know, then, then I'll, you know, I'll have my protocols in place for, for something like that. And that's what it is, right? There's no reason for me to sit around crying about it. Like, like if, if that happens, that's what it is. Either way, I'm on that side of the fence, no matter what. And so, um, and so, you know, I don't, uh, so I just go forward and I have, I go forward in full faith, knowing that we've won and that the, the vibration, the positive vibe, the vibration of love, the heart space, the garden, that whole idea is being walked into existence, has won, is winning. Um, and that's guaranteed because of the, the activations, like the alive, awake humans that are here now doing that. And so it's not, it's not something that can be like undone or rewound or anything. So, um, so again, I think the choice at this point really just comes down to like, what movie do you want to watch? Um, you know, what, like what, um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it for today. Uh, again, please like share, especially share if, if you do have someone who has either made a tough decision or is about to, you know, hopefully they can see the, the levity, as Brian said, um, in, in what we're doing, in the fact that there is a new world being created, that we are having a much better time over on this side. And um, there's a lot, there's a lot of work being done and a lot of people needed on this side to get that work done. So, you know, there's plenty of space for anyone who is making a tough decision right now. And uh, so, yeah, please share it with them. Uh, please like the video, please comment, uh, uh, please, uh, if you're watching on replay, please do so over at brand new tube and um, join the telegram chat and, and yeah, we will see you again on or next week, uh, maybe not Monday, we'll see. Anyways, have a good one.